Grab your favorite cup, roll a blunt, slide into a nice warm tub, whatever you need to do to get ready for the new tea. Our goal is to uplift, upgrade, and update you on what is happening in the world from a culturally conscious gaze. Of course, we'll throw in some off-color topics to make our subjects more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Proper. Hey, y'all. It is Shisha. It is I, the cuddler. We're <laughs> still messing up. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Shisha is mentally broken, okay? We're just going to keep it. Y'all know who it is. Y'all know who I be. Don't take quit. Everything to like touches. Hold on. Act brand new with me. And I'm Darius. <laughs> I have literally been glitching the last like three episodes. I just can't like I can't get the words right. We have been saying this for three seasons, four seasons now. It's okay. I'm Darius, the destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including but not limited to booty holes. I can get that right. <laughs> I can get Every that right time. all the time. Oh my goodness. So, um. We are, uh, we're talking about accountability today. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have the victim complex. A lot of adults, um, which is very disgusting. They think mm-hmm. that they have... Now, I understand sometimes the world just happens and shit happens. But you really have to self-reflect and look at yourself and be like, what role did I play in this? Right. You are... Not always the hero in everybody's story. There's going to be somebody's story where you're the villain. I know I'm a villain, at least in like four people's stories. Okay. Same. Like, I know. And, and every time I have a disagreement or a fallout with somebody, I always self reflect. And that's a part of accountability that a lot of people lack is really taking a step back and evaluating the situation and looking at your actions and seeing, okay, well, we had a disagreement, but what role did I play in this? Mm-hmm. Um, did I shoot myself in the foot uh, with, like, even with job applications? Did I shoot myself in the foot with this job application or this phone interview? Um, did, you know, I I shouldn't have bought um, a wig, a $200 <laughs> wig, <laughs> instead of, um, you know, putting it towards uh, my craft or investing in myself. Right. Um, so it's just really taking a step back in realizing that and sometimes no you're you're not going to be accountable for the situation sometimes the situation is out of your hand but really that's the step that a lot of people don't take yeah it's especially i i notice it a lot in the workplace mm-hmm. of course in personal relationships people don't want to take you know um accountability for mistakes they've made even, no matter how small they can be mm-hmm. sometimes people just don't want to own up to their own mistakes but in the workplace it seems a lot of the times that, like, especially people in management positions will be like, well, I told you not to do it that way. Like, excuse me, am I the manager or are you <laughs> the manager? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's really being accountable in all aspects of your life, whether mm-hmm. it's relationship, whether it's uh, friendships, and friendships are relationships as well. Yeah. Um, also, um, and just, just accountability for everything, just personal finances, um, sex game being whack, um, <laughs> as I take a sip of water. Yeah, honestly. Um, and that's something we can really branch off of with 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I cut you off. I know. I, was, I feel like you had something to say. Yeah. Like, who? And it's, a, it's an argument I was having on Twitter. Not necessarily an argument, a disagreement. Mm-hmm. Who's responsible for people having bad sex? Is it the person or is it the people they have se- they've had sex with that yeah. haven't told them that the sex is bad? And that's the thing. A lot of women... Don't tell men that their sex is bad, or don't tell their partner uh, that their sex is bad. Me, I'm gonna let you know mm-hmm. it ain't popping. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I haven't had that many instances where I had to. But that's also accountability. Take like, cause they're not gonna know that they shit's not popping unless you tell them. This is true. Like at all, like, like it once. It never happened if the dick wasn't slapping. <laughs> exactly. Like it. <laughs> I did not expect this episode to be as funny as it is. Um, <laughs> it truly, um, I don't know. That's a hard, a hard question to answer. Cause like, how do you improve if you don't know? But also, don't walk around here like your shit don't stink. Like you got like, oh, you don't want to smoke. You don't want to. Okay, what you finna do? You finna okay? Come you fuck know with that thing. Three pumps in a swirl is not rocking my world. That I is mean, not that thing. Thing and that you, thing did not you thing. No, you know. Yeah, like you it. <laughs> take accountability for your whack sex and take accountability for not speaking up. And stop watching porn. Why? <laughs> stop watching porn and getting your uh sex moves from porn. Everything they do in porn is not pleasurable for everybody. Yeah, it, sex is not a one decide. It's not a one size fits all. It is thing. not. What works for one vagina is not going to work for the next vagina or the penis. Or a booty hole. Listen, some people might like a big old dick in their booty hole. Some people might want to advertise dick in their booty hole. And some people don't want dick in their booty hole at all. No dick in the booty no dick in a booty hole. Yes, but you have to speak up. Be accountable for that shit. Mm-hmm. And that was one of our, our branch off ADD moments. <laughs> like, no, accountable like, <laughs> for people with this bad sex. Ew. Like, who is accountable for that? But no, really, really, really take a little step, take a step back. And if you're not speaking up, if you want something to change in your life and you're not putting forth the effort mm-hmm. and you're not speaking up and you're not like we said all the time, faithful without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Take accountability for it. I know, me personally, I can, I'm a professional procrastinator. Uh-huh. Okay, a lot of the things um, that I create in procrastination mode is amazing. Bomb um, as fuck. Yes, but I understand that and I take accountability for if I don't hit a deadline. I know it's because I was sitting up here watching damn Netflix or playing a goddamn Xbox or just doing other shit, just mm-hmm. taking a nap. You just, <laughs> which I was doing earlier and Darius is above my phone up. But <laughs> I, I was like, I'm here. Um, but like it, it, uh, I, I, what am I trying to fucking say? You glitching. I'm glitching like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people don't understand that accountability doesn't just work, and, and this is kind of piggybacking off of what you just said. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just work in interpersonal relationships. It's for yourself, too. Mm-hmm. It you Like she just said, you know, she's a procrastinator. I'm a procrastinator, too. Shit. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't get shit done, and it triggers me. So, like, 
If <laughs> it'll literally put you in the mood, like, damn, I'm sad, I should do Wow, I'm but a then piece I'm gonna take but exactly, I'm a piece of shit. I didn't do nothing I said I was gonna do today. Might as well go to sleep. And then my ass be like, wow, I can't even sleep. Now I just get to sit here with my thoughts <laughs> and beat myself up. But like, you have to realize that you you don't just take accountability. Accountability doesn't just come into play when it's you did something that could be wrong or you mm-hmm. did something that was fucked up or blah 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 blah. It also is. Okay, well, I have this particular trait that is not necessarily a great trait. How do I correct and amend this trait? Mm-hmm. Correct and amend mean the same thing. That was redundant. But it no, happens. No, no, they don't. Amend means to change. Correct. Uh, roundabout way they do. Hey, synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. But accountability is a personal thing. It yeah. always is inside of you to take accountability, not for anybody else to give you accountability. Yeah, and and teach it early. You know, when kids make mistakes, make them own up to it. And it was mm-hmm. a, a lot of people are scared of punishment. And mm-hmm. I know I, I struggled with that early on. Um, I was very, very much a vocal child. Okay? And growing up with an old school grandma, it was literally beat out of me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it really... It, um, it causes complex of not speaking up or not really speaking my mind. And I ended up in a lot of situations that were not ideal for myself. And I had to really sit back and be like, okay, well, why does shit keep happening? It's because I'm being, being too nice. I'm being too, too passive. So it's, it's something that I had to correct within myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it was a journey, but you know, like you said, it's not always a interpersonal thing. Um, but yeah, it's just, you, you really have to put the work in if you want change. That, that's kind of similarly for me. When it comes to relationships, I, not that I was, you know, raised to not express my feelings. I actually was raised pretty open. Like my mom was very open with us about expressing our feelings and blah, 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 blah. But it was more of a, a, a an internal shift to where I didn't feel like I could express my feelings. And I have to take accountability for that in my relationship now where I'm with someone who is very expressive, Mm -hmm. who is very open about his feelings. And I have every desire in the world to be open with him because I appreciate that communication that we have. Mm -hmm. But also there's this thing in me that is just like, he really don't give a fuck no way. So why would you even (laughs) express it? But I have to take accountability for my own trauma that I have. Yeah. Like, that's in me. That's on me. And that's for me to correct and not for me to put on anybody else. Yeah. And just, like, for all the single hearts out there that are longing for a relationship. They suck. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Relationships are a beautiful thing. They are wonderful. But, yeah. But you really have to take a step back and look at what you're attracting, who Mm -hmm. you're attracting. The law of attraction is very prevalent right now yeah and and real uh, and really really be conscious of and aware well conscious and aware we're doing the same thing okay redundant Redundancy. we're gonna call this episode <laughs> <Redundancy>. <laughs> um but really be conscious of of what you're you're putting in your efforts mm-hmm. if you're um just sitting at home on dating websites and you're not actually making the effort to go out and meet somebody um, you're playing a part of yourself being forever single. If you are only, and it's, it's okay to have preferences, mm-hmm. but realize when your preferences are hindering yes. yourself. And I'm not saying date down or 
you know, in that sense. But realize if you want somebody that's 6'9", 320 pounds um, with a beard, finding that person is very rare. Okay? Finding that person that is has a good personality uh, on the side of that, that's yeah. compatible with you, is rare. So really check your preferences. Like, when I initially started dating, I was looking for a hick from the country wearing tight jeans and a flannel yeah. and cowboy boots. With a straw in mouth? Well, I could put a straw in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that is not necessarily conducive to my being black. Like, I'm yeah. not going to go work on the farm. You got me fucked up. But I can watch you do it. Yeah. And, you know, you might, you have the potential to call me the N-word at any moment. But there's, there's black farmers, too. I wasn't looking for a black farmer. Oh. I ain't got. I want a middle lumberjack girl for Mr. Barney man, Brawny, Brawny. That's not Barney. Ill, Brawny on the. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah, paper child. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Oh. And you know, I got one in a roundabout way. He's <laughs> 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 gonna kick my ass. He really is. <laughs> He's he gonna really kick is. my ass. Really um, but you, you really have to. Dig deep within yourself to, before you start dating, really address your trauma, number Mm -hmm. one, Mm -hmm. and how your trauma affects your interpersonal relationships with friends. Because if you got fucked up friend relationships, you are not going to be able to have a real relationship. And those are some, you got some things you need to hold yourself accountable for, girl. Yeah, and and keeping the trend of talking about dating really presenting your true self a lot of people don't do that Mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of uh dates don't turn into relationships because you're presenting a falsehood of yourself Mm -hmm. and what's done in the dark always comes to the light and when that veil comes off people run for the hills if it's not with something that they like Mm -hmm. um and really being aware of red flags yellow flags are just important to be cautious of. Um, and people ignore that. They're like, oh, this this motherfucker fine. She thick. You know, she got a big booty. You know, like this, this and that. Um, but she also uh, has trust issues. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem in the long run. But you, you're going uh, to ignore that because you like the idea of this person. You like yeah. the physical part of this person. And you're really not... You got to take accountability. That's a big thing for a lot of people is holding on to a relationship just because they like, okay, well, maybe mm-hmm. like this could be, no, you like trauma. That's something you need to hold yourself accountable for. And you need to stop allowing people with trauma into your life that you yeah. can't put up with. You can't fix everybody, sis. You can't do it. It was a video that was was circling around on Twitter. as this girl, I guess she was mad at her boyfriend. So she makes a dummy, right? Mm-hmm. In the bed with him, makes him have a dick print, and it's posting on her story. Just to make him jealous. He comes through her house and shoots the bed up, thinking that the guy's in the bed. And I'm like, she like, oh, like, don't, don't. First of all, listen, y'all. If you know your man crazy. Listen, cheating pranks are disgusting. They're mm, disgusting. Horrible. The They're fucking horrible. worse. Yes. But also, it's just like, what if you was in the bed, sis? 
and he just shot you up. He like clearly he came in strapped and ready to go. What like, if he didn't give you a chance to get out the bed? Then you would have been dead yeah. on some bullshit. On some bullshit, playing games like take accountability. Take accountability for that. Yes, yes, and it's just listen, y'all. It's just so much. It's just so much. Sometimes it's not the world, or like in the church, people say they always want to blame the devil for their misfortune. Right, and it, I always go back. We oh, always go back God. to church because that's the fun foundation of our upbringing. But literally, tell the truth and shame the devil. Listen, listen. <laughs> tell the truth and shame the devil, girl. Sometimes it ain't. It ain't no. It ain't. It ain't the devil. It's you. You the devil. Okay. Yeah. You the devil. Take accountability for it. Your actions. Oh, you said something to Mother Superior the other day. That was wrong. Take accountability for talking bad to your elders. Yes. Okay. Yes. You you set up was on TikTok all day and didn't do your homework and now you got you fell in your class. Take accountability for your actions. Take accountability and I'm gonna take that cell phone. Thank you. Yes. I it, <laughs> it is difficult to not take things back to religion because, like you said, it's the foundation of how we grew up. But also, a lot of religion teaches us to be accountable for our actions. <laughs> like, if you aren't... Uh, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> talking about religion, what the fuck? <laughs> <I'm talking> about, <laughs> um, if you aren't... Like, it's the faces I work is dead. Like, things like that. Like, the... Uh, uh, what is it? Second Corinthians? Whatever it is. Uh, a man who doesn't work shouldn't eat. Like, if you aren't doing what you're supposed to do, if you're not putting in the work to be better, to do better, to bring better into your life, to attract better, you don't get better. Yeah, and you really have to take a look at who you surround yourself with. And we had a conversation um, before, when was this? In the early 10s. Early 10s. Early 10s. Early 10s. We were hanging with a group of people. Oh, yeah. And just found ourselves not being our best self. Yeah. And because we are very self-reflective people, mm-hmm. we took a look at ourselves and was like, okay, well, why are we not getting stuff done? Yeah, we were hanging uh, out with people who were not self-reflective. They were not self-reflective. They were really not trying to 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 increase their position in life. Um, very good, very great people. Awesome people. Not saying they're, they're trash people, but it, it really, the environment was not... Conducive to growth. Conducive to growth. At all. And it was, I felt myself like wanting to hang out and not necessarily go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found myself um, just accepting things that were very less than. And yeah. I had to remove myself from that situation. And there's been many of friends um, throughout my adult lives that I really had to take a step back from and remove myself from because it wasn't conducive to growth. They uh-huh. weren't trying to grow and I'm not saying that you have to be 100% on the same level as all your friends but you the, it's really the mindset yeah it really is it's really the mindset and if people aren't a lot of people say they want to do better they don't take any action yeah towards they, being better they don't do anything to I want to I want to be a better fucking philanthropist mm-hmm. okay well actually do some philanthropy then friend like yeah <laughs> Make good on your word. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. And even as, as parenting, like a, a parenting, um, if you're telling your kids you're going to do something and you're repeatedly not doing them, what is that teaching them? 
Not a damn thing. As, as teaching them <laughs> that, that same nasty, disgusting um, cycle of talking about being better and not actually doing better. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was a kid, um, my dad would say that he would come pick me up mm-hmm. and wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. And after a while, my mom stopped telling me that he was coming because mm-hmm. he wouldn't show up. Yeah. And, you know, we've had our reconciliation. We've talked about it, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But it's that same thing of, you know, show up. I'll, I think this, at the end of the day, this whole episode is about showing up and doing what the fuck you're supposed to Putting do. Putting some action towards this shit and really sitting back and self-reflecting. Yes. You're probably going to hear those phrases throughout the rest throughout of the episode. the rest of the episode, girl. Yes. It's, it's, Yeah. And let's talk about, like, environments, too. And I'm just going to throw this little snippet in. I thought it was so hilarious that uh, Republican Paul Mitchell... (laughs) Talk about accountability. uh, Literally was self-reflective of the people of the party that he was a part of and decided to leave the GOP, which is another term for Republican Party, and and become an independent um, politician. Because he realized that what the Republican Party has become in the last four years is not conducive to what it was and not conducive to his ideas and his approach to politics and and policies. What I like about what he did was he wasn't like, I'm becoming a a Democrat now. Yeah. He was like, I don't really align with either of these things. I especially, fuck the GOP. Fuck the GOP. I am gonna, you know, go out on a limb and go for this third party, which mm-hmm. I, mm, I just had a little weird epiphany. Mm. Epiphany. Listen, I've been uh, going through a spiritual awakening, y'all, and sometimes things just click in my brain. Don't ask me; I don't know how to explain it. But that move—that's such a power move to move to that third party. Mm-hmm. To be like these two parties don't make sense. Yeah. Here's another option. And that's yeah. going to get people thinking more about, well, shit, well, who else is on this part of the list? And, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Oh, we failed you. Yeah, he said he wasn't running anymore. He, he's like 80 years old. I like, know, and had a heart attack during his run. Yeah, like, he's, he's 80. We, we really like That's okay. We got Elizabeth Warren. Come yeah. on. Elizabeth Warren, and we got, um, well, she's, she's Democrat. Mm-hmm. AOC. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I hope AI. AOC runs when she is older. What is she, like 32 now? Literally, I think she can't run until she can't 2024. Run until 2024? That's yeah. the next election? No, 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 2028. Sorry. <sighs> because she'll be 20, She'll be 34 at 2024. Right, right? Uh, let me see. You have to be 35. Yeah, you got to be 35 yeah. to run for president. Yeah. Um, which we... I don't, I don't think we have a, had a young president since JFK. Since JFK was yeah, JFK is yeah. the next president. Yeah. Yeah, she's 31 now. No, in 2024, she'll be able to run. She'll be 35. Stop it. October 13th. <laughs> bitch, ALC. I'm not calling you a bitch. The bitch was before ALC. ALC, <laughs> we love you. We need you. This country needs you. Please run for president in 2024. Yes. If the math calculations are Stacey correct. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams, please yes. run for Ayana. president. All of them. All, all that whole little clique. We, I need, we need all of them. We need, I need all of them. I need... Yes. Y'all can't see me, but I'm stirring it up in the pot. <laughs> but no, he really, really... He, he took accountability for that. And they mm-hmm. have an ADD, like, 
off another one on top of that one we just had. Um, really, the United States really focused on the Democrat Party and the Republican Party, and there's a lot more. Um, we have the Green Party, the Constitution Party, the yep. Independent Party. The Independent Party, the Tea um, Party. The Tea Party, which I have no idea about. I literally have to sit down and do some research. They like came and made a big stink mm-hmm. right before the 2018 election when mm-hmm. Fuckface got it. Um, Fuckface. Fuckface Cheeto. Hey. Yeah. When he got elected. Um, I want somebody to snatch this wig off so bad. God, I want to. I want to know what shade of self tan he uses, and I want to buy stock in it and then close the company. Close the company. Damn, I'm ashy. Accountability for your non fucking moisturizer. I was looking at my face was like, damn, I'm ashy. Anyway. Um, I don't even remember what the fuck I was saying now. What was I saying? Um, oh, uh, somebody who. Oh, the tea party. We should have an episode of, like, what, what was I saying? What was I saying? Okay, go ahead. Tea party. Uh, but the tea party. <laughs> they, they, like, came up. They're, like, similar to the Green Party, but not really. I voted Green for... That was... Because I didn't want to vote for Sam Page this year, which... Ugh. Fuck Sam Page. Ugh. Anyway, talking about accountability. Accountability. Yes, yes. The Senate, take accountability. For the actions that will happen if you do not pass this COVID bill. And right by the time, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, they will have. Right. But, you know, who knows? Speaking of, what superpowers did y'all get on the 21st? Um, hit, us up on, hit us up on Twitter and, mm-hmm. and Instagram and Facebook and tell us what superpowers did you get? Because we want to know, you know, the awakening. The solstice is coming, girl. Yeah, I want to know if you got some great superpowers or you got some mid. Like, did you get the superpower that you could just, like, I don't know, levitate an inch off the ground? Or did you get a teleporting power? Or did you get super strength? Or did they do you dirty like they did Meg on that episode of Family Guy where all she can do is make her nails grow? <laughs> yeah, did you turn it to the beach? Yeah, are you joining Capcom? Are you joining DC? Are you joining Marvel? Are you going to be an X-Men? Are you going to be a villain? Oh, I'm definitely going to be a villain. Really? Oh, yes, ma'am. Anti-hero, not villain. I'm going to so, be a Deadpool. I was going to say, more on the Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool is like the only Marvel movie that I like stand. Listen, I love Marvel. I grew up watching X-Men. I am a nerd, Okay. I did like X-Men when I was a kid, and I liked it even more when I found out that um, uh, it was written about segregation. Yeah, originally, yeah, based of, uh, shoot, Professor X and Magneto are loosely based on Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. King. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to Stan Lee. In case y'all didn't know. R.I.P. But yeah, I would I would probably have some powers of like regeneration and um, telekinetic powers. I feel that coming. Oh yeah, telekinetic would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, I want teleporting, and I don't know what uh, the proper term is, but like how how Wolverine was, he didn't age. Slow down his aging. Yeah, slow down my aging. Let me be. I mean, black don't crack anyway. Right. But like, yeah, 
Give me some regeneration. Help these knees. I want some mega knees. Yeah. Listen. Let's, let's that's a superpower. Yeah, Megan Meg already got her superpower. Okay. <laughs> Give me some mega knees, too. Let's bring on mega knees, please. Oh, my God. Yes. Also, in ADD, um, going off the main topic, uh, the retweet option is back on Twitter. Um, people have successfully fully Twitter back to adding it. Even though all they had to do was hit quote tweet and then just hit post, and it would have did the same thing. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. Ooh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, it's getting late. <laughs> um, I was like, the the retweet is gone, but all you have to do is, like you said, hit send. That's all you had to do. People are weird, okay? Like, I, I ain't got to quote and type something every single time. Um, also, in other news, what is up with y'all hateful Lizzo? Like, somebody went on a rant, and a lot of people jumped, hopped on this bandwagon that dieting and doing a cleanse is fat phobic. And I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, the lady did a cleanse, mm-hmm. Lady Lizzo, uh, did a cleanse because she wanted to. Yep. We don't know. She, maybe, well, she posted a video about why she did the cleanse. But it's the thing, she shouldn't have had to go that far. Into why? For a fucking man, like there's no point, there's no reason for her to have to explain anything to any of us out in the digital media world. Yeah. Um, she's like, damn, if she doing, damn, if she don't. She's like, I'm body positive. I love my body. I love how I look. Yeah. And people are like, you're fat. We hate you. You fat. I hate you. And then and she's like, then she said, when did an interview where she was like, I hate my body sometimes, mm-hmm. and I feel sad and blah blah blah. And they're like, ha ha ha. We told you. Yeah. What are your like? Pick a lane. You people have to pick a lane. Pick a fucking. Either you're gonna be a hater or you're gonna be a fucking hater. Yeah. But leave Lizzo alone. Lizzo is a goddamn gem. Don't be a a toxic fan. Right. It's the difference between being a fan, being a supporter, and being a toxic fan. Mm -hmm. And it's just like everything doesn't need to be critiqued. And I understand they live their life in the limelight and they put some of their business out, but it's not. For you to critique it all the time. It's just to share the journey, to share that they're human and people just like Mm -hmm. you. And it's just like, I go on a cleanse every first of the year. I want to do it dang fast. And it's just more of a spiritual thing. And I love how my energy increases. Now, I can't be vegan all year round. I just can't do it. I need chicken. Mm -hmm. I need beef. I need shrimp. I need crab. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I need all of that. A meal is not complete in my mind if it don't have meat. Okay? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but it's just like I, I don't necessarily do it to lose weight. I do it to like reset. It's a reset. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, and it's just like if she want to lose fifteen pounds, why do you care? It's not fat phobic. And like, that's what she wants to do. She's doing it because she wants to do it, so she'll feel more comfortable with her body. Mm-hmm. How is that fat phobic? What's nuts to me is the people who are like. You can't be body. You can't be body. Who? Rewind. <laughs> What's nuts to me is the people who are like, you can't be body positive and lose weight. How does that make sense? Make it make sense. Because body positivity includes all types of bodies. All types of bodies and all like if you need to lose weight for your health, it's like when Monique lost weight. Lost. Yeah. She lost. If you are younger than what, probably like 20, 
25, 26. You probably don't know who Monique was when she was fat. But Monique was Lizzo. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm big, I'm a big girl, and I'm happy with who I am. Yeah. She was that bitch, and she still is that bitch. Yeah. But now, you know, she's lost a lot of weight, and it was for health. It was literally for her health. She yeah. had to lose weight to be healthy. And it's not to say that being big is unhealthy. It's a exactly. lot of Exactly. Yeah. Like size doesn't equate to being skinny doesn't equate to being more healthy. That's exactly where I was going with this. Oh, See, we on the same way. No, please. That like that is literally exactly where I was going. Just because I'm skinny doesn't mean that I mean I am healthy, but that I could have all kinds of fucked up issues going on in my body. It doesn't yeah. matter how much weight you have on, doesn't matter what your body looks like. Health is health. Yeah. <laughs> like, my goal, like, I don't have any current health issues um, other than asthma. And that's something that I had before. Um, but I know that myself, this is the biggest I have been. And I, like Lizzo, sometimes hate my body. I'm a big girl. I'm proud to be a big girl. I've been very different variations of being a big girl. Mm -hmm. But I know I, where I'm more comfortable at. Mm -hmm. And it's just like for somebody to be like, okay, well, let me lose 50 pounds, 80 pounds, whatever. It, for somebody to be like, oh, you're fat phobic, to throw that on you, it's just like, what? I'm just, I'm trying to be a better self for myself, not because I want to look better for other people. I'm doing it for myself, right? For my own, like, you know, my own self image. It's just like, what? Yeah, this making like make that, sense, y'all. That don't. It does not compute. It makes my brain glitch because <laughs> how. Can you, first of all, first and fucking foremost, how can you tell a big person that they are fat phobic? Hey, please. Like, let's just unpack that real please. quick. Because how please. can how can I? I'm not skinny, but I'm thick with a couple You're C's. You're thick with a couple thick. I got a couple C's on there, okay? And that would be like me going up to Lizzo and telling her she's fat phobic. Girl, how can I tell you anything? Yeah. How can I, not a member of the big girl community, tell you that you are fat phobic? It's the audacity. It's like so many big guys on Twitter that'll be like, will comment on a, on, like, it's the thing, Big, uh, big Fine Friday. A lot of mm -hmm. big girls, big guys too, uh, post pictures. And he'll be like, oh, well, you need, your stomach need to look like this. But then shaped like a mailbox. It's like, how dare you? <laughs> like, how dare you be shaped like a mailbox and tell somebody what they need to look like? Like, how dare you? <laughs> like, you shaped like an apron and you, you tell me. <laughs> he literally was shaped like a mailbox. It was ugly. But you can be shaped like, like, just stay in your lane. Like, just stay in your lane and mind the business that pay you. That's like the whole point. <laughs> And, and like literally, like people, oh my God. people are just like, oh. they don't make no damn sense. It, it don't make no damn sense. Listen, everybody's gonna live their life the way they want to. You are not. You can't police nobody's weight. You can't police how they spend their money. You can't police how they lose weight. Why they lose weight? If they lose weight, so many big girls have lost weight. Kelly Price. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Oh my goodness, uh, Monique, like we talked about, mm -hmm. um, Countess Vaughn uh -huh. has lost weight. Um, Amber Riley has lost some weight. Amber too. Riley, um, who's the other one? Uh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. 
has lost weight. Uh, shoot, big boy lost weight. Big boy, the radio host lost weight. He looks weird now. But <laughs> sometimes you look a little bit too much. You know, Fat Joe lost some weight. Uh-huh. He medium Joe now. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, like it's just people do it for different reasons. And if people are not abusing abusing other people, if they're not um, sexually assaulting people, if they're not being I just being a piss poor person, you should not have anything to say. That's yeah. my thing. You don't. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to tell anybody how to live their life. No. Especially speaking of of trying to control people, so I read an article briefly, just gazed over an article about the next two Olympics, and <laughs> Russia is banned from using their flag, their name, and their anthem. So y'all just don't want them to participate. Like how they go like I, present themselves. Like they have. I, I think this started last Olympics. Really? Because they weren't allowed to compete as Russia. Yes. No. Wait. <gasps> Now that you mention it, really? I remember. Yes. Oh my God. So what okay. it is? Hold on. Because they're not the USSR no more. Because I gotta look it up. Because I remember Russian Olympic. They couldn't win medals or anything. Damn. So I'm just like y'all just banning them, like just. Russian Olympic ban. Fuck, I, I remember vividly them not being, and it was like the, the, it wasn't even Russian, it was like the something something team. <laughs> so I gotta just make up a name. Uh, in Russia, neutral athlete, neutral team. When was the last Olympics? I don't even know, honestly. It's every four years, isn't it? I think it switches off between the summer and the winter, right? So the winter is every four years. Well, no. I don't know. 28 years? I don't even know, honestly. Yeah. Because I stopped keeping up with Olympic athletes from Russia. That's what it was. Yes, that's what their thing was. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. I remember because they could not use the name Russia. I mean, they, obviously it says Russia, but they couldn't compete as the Russian Olympic team. They had to be Olympic athletes from Russia. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Um, in other news, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, has been on a um, very philanthropic tour um, with donating I think her goal is to donate a hundred million dollars or a billion dollars to HBCUs but her most recent recipient was Morgan State University she donated 40 million dollars um, which it was just really great um, to really give back and I'm not sure if that was her personal money or if she raised money nevertheless uh, kudos to you for giving back um, like we always say, climb the ladder and sending it back down. Send the fish back down. Yeah, making sure that these um, historically black um, institutes are able to um, continue to um, educate and shape our next world leaders. You know, I really wanted to go to an HBCU when I was younger. It's popping. Um, but then I decided to go to art school. Yeah, there's no, I'm not aware of any historically black art schools. I need there to be a historically black art school so that yeah. the, the black nerds can have their uh, their art school. Call it in your face. Um, yeah, if you guys, if you all know of any historically black art um, institutes, let us know. 
Not that I'm trying to go back to college, because fuck that. But. It's expensive as hell. <laughs> um, also, we we need some um, we need some real deal student loan debt forgiveness. Like, come on now, come Listen, with that, Uncle shit. Joe. Come with that. I see you playing around with the idea. Yeah, I take ten grand. I take twenty grand of forgiveness. Um, but yeah. Yeah. We need that and we need it now. Absolutely. And back to Twitter. So this has been <laughs> um like I said, I'm addicted, right? Uh there's been every time Twitter comes out with a new feature, everybody's like, Well what about the edit button? And somebody on the timeline said a great uh, or expressed a valid point. That'll take away people's accountability. And to kind of tie back to original theme of this episode, is do you think it's a problem? Like, you know how people will say something problematic and they'll go viral on Twitter and people will, like, you know, get on their head and blah, blah, blah. Do you think Twitter will take, the edit button will take away accountability because they'll just be able to go and just... I think the edit button will do wonders for accountability. Well, I mean, I think... People already are taking screenshots anyway. Like, motherfuckers already, already done screenshot at your problematic tweets. Mm-hmm. So, you no, can... put it on Facebook. Honestly, if somebody edits their tweet and somebody responds with the fucking screenshot of the original tweet, then they gotta be like, well, shit. Yeah. Hand me my plate of crow, William. <laughs> but there's also the delete button. They can't honestly just go delete it. But like you said, screenshots just really keep you in, in into that... that Screenshots fuck everybody over. Yeah. They really do. But also, don't be doing nothing that people need to screenshot. People screenshot everything. Like, I had... For for a a while, I had changed my profile picture on Twitter because somebody had had took a screenshot of what I said and put it on their story on Instagram. And it's not that it was something, like, problematic that I said, but it just made me very uncomfortable. Uh I was just like, "Mm, I'm just going to change my profile picture for a while. But yeah, <laughs> it was like okay, it's cool that you like you know you you like what, like I, said, what I said, but you, like but damn, um, eh, nah. Mm-mm. Why are you all on him like that? My cat is just like overly affectionate right now, and all on Darius, and he really doesn't like uh, visitors anyway. Um, yeah, like just. Screenshots really. <laughs> Screenshots have really greatly done wonders for um, accountability. They have done wonders. This is like, ah, uh, but this you. That's 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 my favorite trend on, on Twitter. This you. <laughs> this you. Like this, what you said like two months ago. This you. Like yes. So yeah, you're right. It, it won't because that is that failsafe. Because there's that failsafe man that control our delete. Hmm. Listen, I don't want nobody digging through my teeth, my teeth. <laughs> Stay out of my teeth from my my tweets from the early two thousands. Because listen, you know, I don't even have the same account. Thank God, because I, I probably like it's like we said. It's just you. A lot of the tweets that resurfaced, the people said stuff problematic from years ago. You really have to take accountability for what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, too, people who go digging and looking for that, you have to also realize that 
with new information, people's opinions change. Yeah. Um, with learning new things, uh, the people grow. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're showing or exhibit, uh, ex- uh, exhibiting uh, the change, then it shouldn't be a problem. Right. So, yeah. People are crazy, man. It's a crazy, crazy world. It's a crazy, crazy world. Yes, yes. And we're all just dudes, dudettes, and in betweens. In betweens. Ladies and gentle days. Uh, spinning around on a rock in the middle of a uh, space. Yes. Um, what are you watching? What's something you watching? Ooh, speaking of space. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know if I was going through my space documentary phase when we started the podcast, but I have since I was a child been obsessed with space, mm-hmm. and like it's been a thing. I wanted to be an astronaut for a short time. I'm terrible at math. We know how that ended. <laughs> um, but. I recently picked back up space documentaries again, so I've been re-watching How the Universe Works and learning about black holes and asteroids and the imminent end of the world is probably going to be an asteroid. Ooh, wow. Most likely. Damn. Either that, if that doesn't happen before the sun expands and completely engulfs the Earth. That sounds very dark. I mean, it's honestly the natural course of a, like, a solar system is the star usually explodes and takes all the planets with it. Damn. <laughs> you gotta find another galaxy, y'all. Granted, this isn't gonna happen for another billion or three years. So, we will Billion be or three? Yeah. We will be long gone. We have a very young star as our sun. <laughs> I just really wanted my cat to leave me alone, y'all. <laughs> Like, I just gave you all the love and affection. Like, chill. Okay? I'm going to feed you in a minute. He's like, but I need more. But I need more. He goes through these phases where he just just wants and wants and wants. What are you watching, Sheesh? Oh, man. I just finished um, Ultra Carbon. I've been talking about a whole season. And that's just, oh, my God. So amazing. Yeah. I love it. I, I'm, I'm a sci-fi dystopia uh, genre lover. Um, supernatural type shit. Um, before that... I was watching Legacies, which is the third spinoff installment. Third. Second, sorry, spinoff installment from Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love me that. some vampires and some werewolves and some witches, y'all. I've you also been watching... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you could. Oh, I was, I've also been watching a lot of anime, so... Anime. Like, I, speaking of anime, I got into, um, like everybody else, when it hit Twitter, to Last Airbender. And uh, I loved it. I hated Korra. Like, Korra was just... You know... The worst Avatar. Like... She, she wasn't worse than Korra. Listen, she got her ass whooped all the time. There's no reason why Kaveri could have whooped her ass like that. Avatar Korra, which was the Avatar, like, two before Aang, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe even three before Aang. I think he was right after Kyoshi. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, can't, I don't remember the timeline. He was only Avatar for like a year. What? Yeah, that must be some fan stuff. Murked. No, that is real canon shit. What? Yes. Where can I see this at? Girl, everywhere. Let me Listen. let me find some links. But anyway, I need a Kiyoshi installment. Okay? I want it. Give me an R-rated Kiyoshi movie where she just fucking wrecks. Because we shit. know Kiyoshi is just a badass bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she a big bitch. She a big bitch. She's a 
tall as shit. Giant. Yes. Gigantic. But we know that, like, you can't do her justice on some PG-13 shit. No. You really can't. She definitely needs. And I don't need no live action, okay? I don't. I don't need it. Because y'all just gonna piss me off with the cast. An already animated movie about Kiyoshi? Mm -mm. With the original direct... Oh, with the original... Oh! I want an Avatar Kiyoshi anything. (laughs) Anything. Give it to me. Yes! Give us the whole universe of, of... of that. I, like, what I did really like about Korra was them giving us the the story of the first Avatar. I thought that was a nice little addition. Oh, Avatar 1? Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It kind of tied into the, the her current her timeline, too. Yeah. But no, I just hated that. I mean, she was... <sighs> I didn't like her attitude. From going from Aang to, to Korra, now we're just going on the rent, like a long-ass ADD moment. Um, <laughs> I, I could talk about Avatar last Airbender all day and all yeah, I could listen. I could t- I could talk about some nerds. So I got my history nerd. Oh, I finished the the crown as well. Um, fuck Prince Charles mm-hmm. uh, for the way he treated Princess Di- Diana. Um, like how dare like I'm not. It's spoiler alert. You can watch it probably, but you can tell me anyway. I'll forget. Just how dare you suggest that your new wife hang out with your side chick? How dare you? Get on the phone and complain to your side chick about your wife. Well, she's my friend now. How dare you? No, he was so... No. I know. Like, like just, just no. Just no. How very dare How you. dare you get mad at her for going out and getting some new penis when you just been getting vagina? Okay? How dare you? How dare you? Rude and disrespectful. Yes. Oh, my God. I can go on and on about it. Um, but, yeah, y'all. It's just... To tie back in, reflect on yourself. Reflect on yourself. Reflect reflect on your decisions, on the things that you uh, want to do with your life. Because you only get one. You only get one. Yolo. Yolo. You know, unless you're a vampire, come bite me, like I said, like a couple episodes ago. Come bite me, please. Um, or you believe in reincarnation, in which case you get a somehow slightly limited number of lives. That might be anything from another person to. But I won't remember how red I am. You know you will eventually. What if like once the end of your soul cycle ends, like in reincarnation, Mm -hmm. and like the last iteration of you passes, all of the iterations of you meet in the like astral plane, and it's like, yo, this is me from like when there was a pandemic. (laughs) 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 You were my least favorite. (laughs) Like, and this, I was going to say that too. Like, what if, like, all your soul, past soul, is watching you and being like, you stupid bitch. Like, we've been through this before. You doing this again? Again? Again, bitch? Again? Again with the toxic behavior. I thought we corrected this in the past life. Like, bitch, don't step on that mind. No, d- d- damn, she have stepped on the mind again. Oh damn, God. bitch. Like, oh. <laughs> Girl, we threw a whole red flag at you. We bitch. hit you in the face with the red flag. With the red flag, we told you, literally told your ass to uh, stay away. But no, like, just, yeah. I yeah. would be so gagged if all of my pet, all of my lives got together and were like, you were the worst. <laughs> and I'd be like, I know, girl, I'm sorry. I would be like, <laughs> I would, that's why I'd be so mad. I'd be like, so bitch, none of y'all can ask your plane and tell me, like, what the fuck, like, bitch. Give me a, a clue. I was something. trying to clue, and you saw me trying to get my spiritual awakening going, and y'all couldn't hop up in the porch yeah. and tell me. <laughs> and 
In the spiritual portion, tell me. In the spiritual portion, tell me what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> Y'all hoes couldn't fucking uh, Whoopi, Bo- Whoopi Goldberg my ass. You was Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> you in danger, girl. You in danger. You can't just tell them like that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, one final thing before we go. I just want to uh, shout out Joe Biden and his cabinet. Yes. Uh, his cabinet is currently the most culturally diverse cabinet in history. He has a First Nation woman by the name of Deb. I feel like I'm going to say this wrong because she's Navajo and it the the last name looks like it might be of language. Not Deb Holland. 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 H-A-A-L-A-N-D. Um as Interior Secretary, and she's got some dealings with the environment as well, correct? Yes. Uh, he also just elected Pete Buttigieg, who we all know was the first openly Buttigieg. gay... <laughs> openly gay um, presidential candidate. Not candidate, but the first openly gay man to run for president um, as his Secretary of Transportation, which I didn't know was even a thing. So, that's pretty cool. And he has a host of other... POC folks on his cabinet, which I am very excited about. But those two I want to shout out specifically because... It's about time because America is very uh, a diverse land. Mm-hmm. And it's about time that we have people um, in the government uh, that are reflective of the population. So, kudos to y'all. Kudos to you, Joe Biden. Being reflective and taking accountability for whitewashing the government yep. and, and working to undo that. Yeah, I I am very proud of Joe, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe. As yeah. problematic as he is, but still, he's he was a better option. Yeah, <laughs> that was no other option in my eyes. No, no, it really wasn't. Uh, well, anything else? You? No, just don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, we are Urban Proper Pie P O D. And on Instagram, we're Urban Proper Podcast. And on Facebook, we're Urban Proper Podcast. And look out for our TikTok, bitch, because we coming, it's coming for your soon. wigs. It's coming soon. So we're yeah. coming for your wigs and your transitions, yeah. bitch. So hit the retweet button. Um, hit the love button. Hit the like button. Um, hit the so share button. Hit the share button. Uh, check out our, our stories. And let us know what you think. Let us know if any... Any tips or anything that you want to hear? Uh, we have some great episodes coming up. Yes. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.